Hey, Porcelain Throne listeners, this week's episode is brought to you by Ideal Signs in Redwater, Alberta. If you had a chance to check out any of the awesome stickers we've been promoting the podcast with, they all come from our friends at Ideal Signs. Contact them for your promotional signs, truck, and business vehicle decals, and any of your other printing or design needs. Call Mackenzie or Dan at Ideal Signs, 780-942-3687, or email them at idealsigns at telus.net. That's call Mackenzie or Dan at Ideal Signs at 780-942-3687, or email them at idealsigns at telus.net. Enjoy the episode. A while to calm down. Well, we gotta blow the steam off here on the on the throne before we get <laughs> yeah, you gotta recording pretend. underway. So fucking right. Where we go from here? Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> that did sidetrack me because honestly, boys. Let me see those hands. Let me see those hands. Yeah. <laughs> fucking right. Let me see yeah. those hands, boys. We're gonna need that on the soundboard. That, that's, send, me, uh, send me the YouTube clip. To, if you have a YouTube clip for that song, I could make it whatever part of that song I want into a soundboard. But I could probably it. share that with you right now. Well, I can't do it on the fly. I'll have to do it on a fucking. Uh, I'll just send it to the group chat so everybody has it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Porcelain Throne. Up. Uh, Episode twenty something, and we six. I believe <laughs> twenty six. Right, we're here this week with uh, Jordan Clark, a plumber. Let me see those hands. Welcome back. Even Seagulls in the house tonight. Ooh. Yeah, dog. You better believe it. You better believe the the seagulls and flying in tonight, boys. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we got Kurt Dahl down there, a plumber as well. Chugga, 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 choo, choo. Train month. Train month here on the That's Porcelain right. Throne podcast, everyone. We're watching train movies, and uh, I'm going to let Luke tell us uh, what movie we watched this week. He's uh, Kurt's little brother and a plumber. Oh, greetings and salutations. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, uh, you're not looking confused and... Uh, yeah, I, I, I trained for this movie. <laughs> I don't think this I'm trained for this. <laughs> this motherfucker. I think he was taking a role at a Lambert's book with his uh, bedroom voice. I have a feeling him <laughs> and Lambert went to the same school of acting, man. The, the facial sure. expressions were were matching up for sure. You mean the zero facial expression? Yeah, yeah. This is like this even before here. Botox, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. So let's get into it. We we watched Under Siege to Dark Territory, starring Steven Seagal and Catherine Heigl. And uh, mm. a lot of other familiar faces in this flick, actually. But I did want to start it off the plot this week with my favorite uh, Steven Seagal delivery uh, this week, and it's uh, let me get the squint going here. And uh, would you take a plane if your brother was just killed in a plane crash? 
<laughs> but, and that sets also, us up for why this movie is on a train. That's all. But we you need. know what? Yeah, Fucking get these guys on a train. I, I was miss, Under Siege I miss, one on a plane? I don't know. I don't know, man. They did not. <laughs> I I feel like the the older villain. He was related to the first uh, movie. Well, they had some bad, yeah, they had some, some of those terrorists because they they kind of talk about oh Casey Ryback oh that motherfucker what and they're like scared <laughs> yeah. when they when they figure out that it's him. So let's get into it, boys. We open up with a satellite launching, and it is called the Grazer One. Uh, Red Fo- Foreman is a military man observing the satellite launch, <laughs> and he's yeah. made an appearance on the pod on another flick we watch. I'm 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 struggling to. Oh, you mean remember. Kurtwood Smith, also known as. Clarence from RoboCop. Yeah, but was he not yeah. on another flick we had watched? Highland, one of the, Highlander, maybe. No, it was. Uh, oh fuck! I'm, it, was, it was Street Fighter, wasn't it? No. He's he's somewhere in in a in a flick we watched. I, I'm sure I remember us talking about Kurtwood Smith at one point. But what oh, a name, yeah. Kurtwood. Is that is that what uh it, it, <laughs> people Kurt that Kurt is short for Kurtwood yeah. instead of Kurt? Yeah. <laughs> that's what he tells his wife in the morning. That's Happy Kurtwood. Oh, that's just that's just the Kurtwood, honey. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start so, signing in my name like that now. So they're all in this satellite room and they're they're stoked. This satellite, the Grazer one, just fired up and they're gonna test out the camera. They uh start zooming in. And this fucking pervy little dude starts zooming in on this nude beach. And this is where I'm just like, man, straight out of the 90s, this movie. They're going to give us our one titty shot of the movie right here. And it's just like five pervy dudes. Click, 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 click. But they're like, no, don't do it. Meanwhile, everybody's just like. Yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. Stop. Enhance. Stop zooming in on yeah. Enhance. Enhance. Like, classic guys to like give them the most powerful telescope in humanity, and the first thing they do with it is try to scope out some tits. Yeah. Beach in California. All right. Well, what's the first thing you would scope out if you had the most powerful telescope in the world? Oh, I'm not saying they were wrong. Yeah, you know what? I I stand by their decision. I'm not saying they were wrong. Yeah, I would have so, been fucking double tap and enhance. Good close up of some <laughs> '90s titties is what I had in my notes here, and I was really stoked about it. And kind of thought, you know, getting it out of the way this early, we might get another set of titties somewhere in the movie. But uh, you know, spoilers. This was it for tits. So <laughs> uh, we learned Travis Dane, which is there's going to be a lot of me saying my own name this week, guys, and it's it's going to be uh, hard for me. So we learned Travis Dane, he's the guy that helped design this telescope or design the weapon part of the telescope that can basically blow up anything up to what, like 50 kilometers underground or some shit they say at the beginning. But uh, yeah, he crashed his car and these dudes were not fond of him and basically like make, they're like laughing that, that this motherfucker died. So he faked uh, or he, he crashes, crashes his car. He's dead. That's all we really hear about Travis Dane for now. And uh, we catch up with um, retired Navy SEAL Casey Ryback, played by Steven Seagal. And we catch up with him uh, just showing up to his restaurant business that he's since started since retirement with a buddy of his. Um, We learn in this scene is he has an estranged brother, uh, James. He died in a plane crash. Uh, 
when he received news of the incident, Casey meets up, decides he's going to meet up with Jamie's daughter, Sarah. And, uh, he, he gets to the, the they kind of talk to talk about what he's going to do here. And he heads off to the train station to meet Sarah. And when he gets there, he's looking around and he's like, you can never tell if he's confused. Cause he always kind of looks a bit confused. <laughs> and then it cuts to this Asian girl and he looks at the Asian girl. It's like, Oh, I didn't think, yeah, no, that's not her. <laughs> like, you don't know your fucking niece isn't Asian? Like, Jesus yeah. Christ, Casey Ryback. <laughs> I think he's, like, always trying to read cue cards because he can only say, like, three words every yeah. line, and then he pauses. Yeah. Is the count this week how many lines he had? Because it couldn't have been fucking many. Oh, <laughs> that would have been a good one. So, yeah, I, got a few, I got a few good ones that I think Luke might have picked, but... <laughs> this, this was like the gold mine for the count too because there's so many things to go oh, on how many fucking asses does he whip in this entire movie <laughs> <laughs> just like why i don't need to bring a knife to a gunfight i bring a cigar to a gunfight yeah you know he is, he is the human weapon in this movie fucking right so he's accompanying sarah to her dad's funeral his brother and holy fuck, Seagal, he's just, this is my note here, he's a sick, emotionful actor and always has a confused look on his face. <laughs> I feel like he just was always chewing on a lemon. Yeah, just... <laughs> always puckered his lips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, this is where they're walking up to the train, he buy, we find out he tried to buy his, like, 18-year-old niece a teddy bear, and that's when he, we get, oh, I'm not trained for this. See, I thought that that teddy bear was going to be like, okay, yeah, this is going to have some like the, meaningful. The teddy bear from Con Air. Yeah, like totally. Yeah, I did like when the when spoiler alert the the bad guys break into the train and it just shows the teddy bear with his hands up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a few little funny callouts like, and, and then like anytime they're trying to be serious in this movie, they're also being pretty unintentionally hilarious. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's, the, it's full-on 90s like tech oh, yeah. feel everything oh like when he's looking at the cd <laughs> yeah, yeah like and i'm just like oh my god don't don't scratch it man you're gonna wreck your fucking <laughs> yeah yeah they put it in and then they hit their you know they figure out that now that they're on the train that the rumble of the train is too much for the cdr and it's just skipping on them need the anti-skip yeah the anti-shock sony walkman in there (laughs) fuck yeah man that still never worked no no i got the anti-skip check this out yeah you you do fucking be walking on you know mowing your grass with it in your back pocket and it's like yeah no it would still skip yeah but then again you think about it it's a little laser reading the cd and putting it to your ears like this just it's a bad technology to try to make portable it's almost more high tech than an ipod almost yeah for sure yeah no it didn't have problems (laughs) skipping though You know, didn't have problems skipping is cassette tapes. Uh, like, you why, know did we, why did we need hey, to answer the, the original True. Walkman? Yeah, yeah. Before yeah, the Jessman. Once on board, we meet Porter Bobby's axe. He's going to be a pretty big char- character going forward. He offers to help Sarah, and she turns him down. It's kind of a little good way to introduce him. Uh, next scene. Uh, we we meet. Uh, I've only been calling her the satellite bitch. Uh, she's about to, she's about to get it on in her train and. 
and or in her train car and general general yeah <laughs> yeah we don't okay. get a name so she's general Satellite okay it, it's it's captain gilbert and okay how captain. long has she been waiting on this train because she's like a full bottle of champagne down and just half undressed laying on the bed yeah, yeah just a puddle <laughs> just a puddle wait you can fucking... you can wait it's like me wait letting the dogs you can wait and they're sitting there just eager okay yeah you waited long enough just get the fucking treat <laughs> so anyway she's about to get it on in the car and then it cuts to uh the terrorists and this is where we get our first look at them they're they're uh stealing choppers from the military and uh ballsy move arguably like like should have been maybe a another full ass like mission like how they you know infiltrated this military base but it seemed pretty fucking easy for them you know yeah there's, there's only six goes guys for them in the end so yeah did you get the the name of the search and rescue corp or the the, the facility name no i missed that i one. bet you did i'll save it you know i don't oh, want to blurt out too many numbers here too many numbers oh fuck okay <laughs> oh the, right. what the the gate number or the code number is their division number Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Not saying that's the count, but you know, I just like to ask you. I don't know who has. Is it you or is it Jordan that has the? Count? No, uh, Luke. Luke, Luke okay. Won fuck, it. I'm scared now. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing that's... 41, anyways. But <laughs> Man, that's my whole. I normally use a uh, orange highlighter for the count and yellow for like timelines and i uh, my pages are orange <laughs> <laughs> all right so casey comes back to the train to visit sarah he buys her a non-alcoholic beverage and uh she kind of thinks it's uh, it's just an awkward little conversation they have here it's kind of a heart to heart uh he walks away heads to the bar and he uh, orders uh, the strongest stuff you guys got at the bar here <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> He's like whispering it too, like yeah. it's a big secret no one can know. Yeah, yeah what's, exactly. what's, she, what's she drinking over there? Oh, you mean the girl with a tonic and lime and a bad ID? <laughs> yeah. 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 And then I love how she tries to pull it off like it is alcoholic too. <laughs> yeah, like she's, like she's never tasted boozy drinks yeah. before at all. Yeah, does he always yeah. whisper in his movies? Oh, yeah, it's oh, gotta yeah. be his thing. I think so. That and like the really the quick hand movements. Yeah, we'll get into those. <laughs> yeah, we, we gotta get there. We gotta start flying through some of this plot. All right, so Sarah, where are we here? Sarah lay, absolutely lays out Bobby the Porter in the hallway here. Um, where the fuck? I just lost my spot. Lays him out in the hallway because she's he tries to like block her from the baggage room or something uh, weird. So just kind of get showing us that Sarah's had some training as well. Um, Casey starts making friends with the chefs and showing them how to bake a fucking cake. <laughs> he like, wanted to keep the thing? he wanted to keep the brandy. No, save the brandy for the cake. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> He's such a fucking G, bro. He's yeah, crazy. like like who the fuck knew he was this like professional chef? Man, wax yeah. on, wax off. But well, do you see how he's whisking that cake though? Like such an amateur. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like straight up like Gordon Ramsay. He was blaming it on sorry, sorry, Dane. I see he was yeah. blaming it on the train yeah. going up and down. He's like, I can't get a good whisk on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good ball can remember that too. He's supposed to be a professional <laughs> chef. Fucking yeah, right. 
So as the train reaches the Rocky Mountains, the terrorists uh, catch up with it and they flag it down. And this is where they murder the engineer and brakeman. And if we were had to have our uh, secret special guest this week, we're having him for next episode. Uh, I was going to ask him if this scene gave him PTSD because they murder an engineer and a brakeman. And I'm sure he's done both of those jobs in his day. So, so that's just, you know, just a little PTSD shout out for uh, our boy Derek. You know, I, I feel for him on that scene. Yeah. Like, do, they, do those conductors, maybe they're not aware that there's a 12 gauge shotgun and nine um, millimeter handguns in every safety compartment on the on the train. Well, first off, <laughs> would they have been able to stop that quick for a couple guys? There's that's not our crew no. with flags on the track. Would you just. Like, they I should have given him the long, on. long, short, long, man, and just yeah. get the they fuck out of our way, boys. Cocksuckers like, what, are what in front of a mile-long train. What you're forgetting is that they, the train actually ran over some firecrackers that they placed on the tracks, oh, and it stopped yes. it dead in its tracks. Um, that would we do all it. know. That would do it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember stacking coins. I got nickels and dimes squished together that I used to put on the track. And they say that's real fucking dangerous to do, too. I think Derek might be angry with us if we told him that one. Wow. <laughs> oh, on hey, Derek, it was before your time on the, on the, <laughs> in the cockpit. So the group we learned is led by this former U.S. government employee and computer genius, Travis Dane, who we learned about earlier on and is obviously not dead. Uh, he's got his second in command with him, Marcus Penn. He's the big terrorist man. Who's he, He's hired him and his team to help him take over this train. They get on, cut the train's phone lines, take the passengers hostage and the staff, and they herd him into the final two cars of the train. Uh, as they're hurting, they're... just just as they're herding them back, they're hurting Granny and the little girl. And I think the grandma it's says like... something to a bad guy. Shut up, bitch. Yeah, shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, not to Grammy. Like, yeah. like you Come see on. the kid there, you know, you have a little bit of sympathy or something, like, or check the luggage. Yeah, <laughs> the luggage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, Bobby, the the porter, he hides and he hides here as they're hurting passengers and staff. He heads into the baggage room, tries to hide. Um, the chefs get fucking lit up by a motherfucker. And swiftly after, he's dispatched by Casey, Casey, who whips his fucking ass and disappears. And you're going to hear me talking a lot about Casey whipping dudes' ass with different instruments mm. of fucking destruction oh. this week, guys. <laughs> and, and Ryback, he's like to the chefs as the guy's coming in with the with the machine gun to take care of him. He's like, oh, get down, everybody. And he locks himself in the freezer. Like, doesn't let the other chefs in. Nope, nope. Fucking. Fuck. You snooze, you lose, buddy. Yeah. He told him to get down. He's got such a quick thinking synapse there that he just knows, like, they're they're casualties and they can't be saved. When you're his his cake recipe, there's that old saying that um, (laughs) you don't have. (laughs) You don't have to be faster than the bear. You just have to be faster than the slowest person fastest guy within 10 so, feet <laughs> yeah and that's why you always hit that's why you always hit one guy in the knee <laughs> so, uh, yeah we kind of learned about dane's work on grazer one here it's a top secret satellite particle weapon for underground targets um they fired him he later faked his suicide and started his obviously his master plan to get back at them for firing him um he puts the satellite bitch and her work boyfriend in the separate car with him and 
while that's happening, Casey slips out of the destroyed kitchen car and start to, to start murdering terrorists. Right um, on top, walking and walking on cars. Dude, and oh. it takes him so fucking long to get where he's going every time he's on top of the train. <laughs> he cuts back to he runs like an times. injured old man. So he's yeah. going down looking for windows to be open, but he left out and the window was open where he got out. Like, why wouldn't he close it, try and cover his tracks if he's such a because he came back later and he was going to try to get back in the window and he realized yeah. it was closed. Fucking buddy had closed it, yeah. Because he's Blondie. like, shit, I got to find another way in. Oh, and then he, <laughs> yeah. that's when he found the door. But like, yeah. we get, we get like the double hand karate chop from Seagal. Oh. And I'm just like, right to both collarbones. I'm like, that is a serious move. Oh, that's yeah. so serious, dude. Like, you know, you are getting your ass whooped by a straight boomer when that happens to you. <laughs> and then he's running around like he's carrying hot soup and like he's going to do a dump. <laughs> back to Dane and the and uh, the satellite bitch and the satellite bastard uh they're the colleagues and he's threatening them with burning needles in their eye which will melt their eye sockets until they explode unless they reveal their codes to take over the grazer one uh of course they reveal the codes because they don't want their eyes exploded <laughs> and uh, in the meantime casey's yeah this is where he climbs to the roof of the train um after the codes are confirmed to work he tosses the fucking satellite bitch and bastard out like yesterday's trash and uh they're not quite so concerned at this point with whether the people they throw off the train are dead but man when they meet casey they start to stop assuming things (laughs) casey fucking ryback (laughs) i'm gonna start i'm starting a fucking uh uh what do you call it a petition for under siege three or maybe there is one i just didn't Ooh. They're actually. I mean, just, just Seagal be since 2014. Seagal's probably be hanging underneath the train, hitting the ties. He's so large, you know. I think he's. I'd, <laughs> yeah. I'd watch. I actually thought I, this was a. It was a decent movie. I'm not oh, gonna straight up, Kurt. I'm with you. 100%. For just a random sequel to pick up, like the, I was happy with it. The action sequences it at the end while. were were great, man. Like once he <laughs> yeah, starts murdering good. terrorists and then shit starts blowing up, like it is just like it's like fucking. <laughs> Die Hard, but just like a little more campy, you know. Like I, th- that's how I felt. It was very Die Hard-ish for sure, but on oh, a train. That's what they called this movie. That's what they called this movie ah, when it came out. Die Hard on a train. All right. Really? <laughs> all right. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Fuck. He go. just just getting off topic here. In on it on Steven Seagal's IMDb page, he's got this five minute video clip where it's like it made it was made like two years ago, and like him and his buddy, he's playing like this twenty five year old teenager or like <laughs> young aged man and they're going to like this party to go bang whatever sarah anthony or something and they have to go they, their job is to bring meat to the party and they see a little lamb out in the field that they're gonna go murder and anyways go watch this video it's worth it worth okay, what, what's send the video to the called? fucking slack yeah. the group chat yeah. <laughs> i want to i'll forget but i definitely want to check this shit out <laughs> that's an action-packed five minutes right there that, in five minutes wow <laughs> yeah. wow yeah and you get good. a 25 year old seagull 25, yeah he's, he's looking he's a little just... bit looking a bit surly or not surly what do they call you portly 
poorly. Ah. <laughs> Nowadays, I would think. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. All right. Well, where were we here? Dane starts fucking with the computer to try out the weapon. Uh, while Casey is still just chilling on the roof, taking his time, walking around like he's carrying hot soup up there. Fucking <laughs> looking for like, a haircut. The sad, yeah, looking for that sweet, sweet <laughs> haircut up there. I mean, he's got that hair tied back in the ponytail. He just needs to cut that fucking hair, right, guys? So the satellite Absolutely. folks realize they lost control of Grazer One. Uh, Casey breaks into the baggage room and meets Bobby. Uh, Dane tells the satellite guys to watch China because he's about to blow up a fertilizer plant in Huangzhou. And this is where, yeah, they start to like realize like this guy's going to fucking is full on terrorist, full blown. He's going to start blowing up cities, blowing up shit all over the place. Um, so he drops the first shot in China, decimates the fertilizer plant. And finally, Casey makes his way to the passenger cars after after all that, you know, fuck didn't didn't. Took him. It, I feel. I feel like in movie time, he must have been up there for thirty minutes, fucking around, like just fuck pissing around on the roof of the train. <laughs> Couldn't There's get back no, in. I'd yeah. like. I'd love yeah. to try and like. Like you're walking on a train. They're probably going what six, sixty to ninety kilometers an hour. Yeah, like when you stick your uh, hand out the window on the highway. You get some pretty good resistance on it. Like they're your whole body, doors. I manage. It's the same they're, thing, right? Like, they're opening yeah. doors into the wind, and it's just like, how you doing <laughs> up there, Ryback? Get out of here, Porter. His perfectly coiffed <laughs> fucking like ponytail hair isn't blowing at all in the fucking in the wind <laughs> when he's on top of the train. It's just so gelled that it can't physically blow in the wind with the train aerodynamic fucking rights man you get more cut into the water when you dive in you get more cut through the air when you're on a fucking plane it's that shit they used to put you on cut out more trim with that ponytail in the scotch <laughs> uh starch you used to starch your jeans in the 90s i feel like he starched Ooh. his hair <laughs> starched his fucking hair oh, yes daddy <laughs> So we fucking learn here uh, Dane's big master plan. He gets offered a billion dollars by Middle Eastern terrorists to destroy the Eastern Seaboard and the Pentagon. By or you, he just he wants the whole Eastern Seaboard gone of the states. They're gonna shoot the the grazer at the Pentagon because there's supposedly a nuclear base under the Pentagon that will just fucking basically break the whole eastern part of the states off. Uh, coast of the states off and that's his master plan here uh we cut back to the satellite guys in their office the guys that are supposed to control the grazer they're getting pp slapped by the military for losing the grazer and they explain it's because they hired an, ex- an insane person to design it and then fired him and they're like well good idea guys that was dumb of you uh, <laughs> i feel like he had ulterior motives like from the get-go like he knew he was gonna fuck shit up and leave get a billion dollars oh travis fuck yeah or yeah, you don't you can't trust a guy with the with lettuce like that. <laughs> oh, he's got <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect Jerry curl. curl. Like just yeah. like, you know. <laughs> he reminds me of like like a like he should have been playing like a uh a Sunday school pastor or something. Like he's just got he, that look like of like a fucking like I, I think you guys know he was definitely the Walmart of the bad guy we deserved. You know? <laughs> oh <laughs> fucking right. He was the Walmart. The he, bad he was guy. the yeah. he was the greeter. 
Yeah. <laughs> the green. <laughs> yeah, fucking right. So back to uh, Casey. To a bomb? <laughs> back to Casey. He's hot wiring the phones to his his portable fax machine. <laughs> Bear with me, guys, because it's, it's the nineties. It's really the nineties here, and he is using a fucking portable Palm Pilot fax machine. And well, uh, and then it cuts back to Bobby, and he's sitting there doing impersonations of of Steven Seagal <laughs> when he's sitting in the baggage car, like, "Oh yeah, you have to fucking do it this way." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, we get another investor who's invested in Travis's plan or Dane's plan here, and uh, he offers him another hundred milo to uh instead to to try to take out this plane that his fucking ex-wife is in uh, we've all been there right guys i mean we've <laughs> yeah. all been there you know, your ex-wife's not- on a plane you just want her fucking off the planet gone decimated you're gonna take that plane out that's an easy hundred grand hundred million not yeah. hundred grand Fuck, 100 even million. In, even in 95 man that's good money i take you're... that fucking in 2022 that's like 7.5 oh, you... bill You'd still have uh, only like a portion of what Jeff Bezos has, but you know. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> and like, what did she do to you that like you have a hundred million dollars to like do whatever the fuck you want, and Just... you're worried about getting back at your ex? Hey, yeah. she she probably she probably wanted two. You could be yeah. out there banging. <laughs> There's two hookers. million. Yeah, yeah that, that could be it. Get this yeah. bitch out of here, and I get my hookers and blow hundred million on. Pirating. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, he destroys this fucking uh this airliner carrying this investor's ex-wife just to kind of show like how fucked up this guy really is, I guess. It was kind of a way of being like, yeah, no, he's certifiable. Crazy. Cause like, what's another hundred mil on top of the billion you're already being fucking paid, right? Like he wanted to do that. He was and like, just a it, I think it's yeah. just a status symbol too. Like, yeah, we can do this. Let's fucking do it. Put yeah. it in my account. It's already in Croatia. So <laughs> Casey's hiding in a passenger car from a henchman. He's got his making his way through the train here. And he uh, he's kind of hiding, sneaking around, slinking through the fucking henchman's looking for him. And then boom, fucking Casey wops up, pops out, uh, whips his ass thoroughly and gets the guns for him and Bobby. So he steals the guns. And Well, uh, they send fucking one-eyed Pete down there to take care <laughs> of Oh, my <laughs> God. What the fuck did I have? His <laughs> down yeah, I, I had to send old one-eyed down to deal with the problem. <laughs> I, I called him Fred Eye Mercury. Fred Eye Mercury. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, you're sending, sending him down there. To so you have him. chosen death. Fucking yes, yeah. Every terrorist on this train <laughs> has chosen death. <laughs> they just like, I feel like that none of them were trained for this scenario. They just grabbed a bunch of goons. Like, yeah, I don't know where the safety is. Let's go. Yeah, he he didn't have his friends. He should have kept his enemies closer than his friends. I think old Marcus Penn on this one. Um, yeah. so the officials, um. Where am I here? No, I, I I cut ahead here on accident. Sorry, guys. Uh, they just sent old one eye down. Yeah, he he fucking whoops his. Okay, so um the official the the officials uh decide that they they're gonna try to destroy the grazer and uh they they shoot something here, but it actually wasn't the grazer. It it's like a he had uh Travis or 
Dane has some fucking mask on the satellite so they can't track it. So they ended up destroying one of their own fucking intelligence satellites. And uh, he, he kind of talks about how as long as the train's moving, they can't find where his little control center is. So that's kind of part of his master plan as well. Yeah, they had 50 other uh, satellites or faux satellites on the radar for them. So they didn't know actually which one was broadcasting. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So uh, um, we uh, it cuts back to Casey's fucking fax machine area here again. And it looks like the message sent. So uh, yeah, it cuts back to Dane. He's telling the satellite guy. Uh, back at the base of this scene about uh, his plan to blow up Pentagon. Hold on whoa, a second. Whoa, whoa. Uh, I got something to say about that. Well, he doesn't send who you think is going to get the message. The message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he sends his old cooking crew back in cooking class. At the, the hey, we, ne- we never watched Under Siege 1, so we never know how tight-knit they are, right? He's so like, maybe that's his... He knows that he's a spec ops. Like, who's going to have just, a direct right. line to the Pentagon? Obviously, my sous chef. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, we almost need to see Under Siege 1. because Yeah, for all we know, that, that guy was maybe his chef back in the military yeah. that he like brought with him or something he's, yeah, he's got some like when, he, when he does get the message and he calls the fucking office he's just like hello i'm looking for the secretary of chief staff so yeah. so and so yeah so we got enough shit on our plate hang up the are like yeah let me put you right through yeah yeah did you want to talk to the president too yeah, yeah. Just i'll just laughing. patch you through to the war room yeah. Yeah. you're on conference where are we here in the fucking plot dane tells the satellite guys about his plan to blow up the pentagon pulls a real uh move here and goes i'm so much smarter than you guys here's my whole plan like no you're not very smart you just told them you're planning to blow up the pentagon that gives them a even a breadcrumb you gave them a huge breadcrumb there bro Casey gets the guns back to Bobby in the in the baggage car, and he leaves him there for protection. Uh, Casey's back on the roof, and he's strapped. He gets to the front car of the train, or one or two back from the front, and uh, gets a gets a good look at the operator's manual when he when he walks into the fucking train. I'm just gonna just gonna check out how this train runs here. This I bet book you the size you, of the goddamn do. Bible, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but like the nice, the nice uh, ring back that it had, though. Yeah. What'd you call and me? And it was laminated. <laughs> it was laminated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's a so... good, good reference. But... So he he gets into the in there. He's he's, re- he's reading the fucking uh, the operator's manual when uh when one of the fucking mercenaries henchmen guys walks in here. And he whips another terrorist ass via headshot here with a gun. He whips his ass with a gun this time, guys. So that's what? He's used fists so far, guns, knives. He cut that guy's fucking wrist in that one scene mm-hmm. already. That's right, yeah. So he's just Pete. different tools to whip <laughs> ass. ridge back. Now he has the fucking automatic, full automatic machine gun. Yes, the SMG. He whips an ass with the SMG here in two seconds. Yeah, the, the right-hand henchman. He finds the first victim. Cut back to the front guard. <clears throat> he sends the guy, uh, the 
the fucking front car car guy, the guy driving the train, he sends a guy up on the front to check for Casey. What does Casey whip his ass with here, guys? The train. He whips his ass with the fucking train, man. Just that is a down. great death scene. That is a great fucking death scene. Is that where he just boots him off the front? And he's like, gets sucked underneath the fucking oh. the train tracks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That is a good one. Yeah, Casey was... whips the guy's ass with the train in this movie. Yeah. That was cool about this movie, how it didn't just cut away when he falls under the train. It's just like, no, it's going to show it start to finish. We're going to leave yeah, you here until yeah. the light leaves his eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they start blasting at Casey on the roof. Casey fucking starts blind firing in with the SMG. Oh my Whips God, another two ever. more terrorists with the SMG here. Gets another couple asses whipped in there. And uh, this is the point where the terrorists should have given up uh, he's whipped like six out of the eight asses in that front car, and uh, he is an unstoppable terrorist ass whipper, guys. <laughs> the way yeah. he's waving that anti-terrorist man, like, that like is that guy, how you guys do like... it when you go hunting? You just start yeah, fucking man. waving the gun like it's taking control <laughs> yeah. as you're shooting it. Obviously, you gotta let you, the, the tool you know, do the work. You know, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> you know what, Luke? You would be surprised how many men has Casey crippled in this movie so far gotta be a solid few, a few. So, what's the cripple few. count yeah fuck at least <laughs> 10 at least 10 so, sniper wolf shoots casey at the front of the car from the front the back car to the front car uh, i'm calling the the lady there sniper wolf uh because she's a sniper wolf she shot him dan has got a shot on him dan that's not being shot what is it Ooh. Oh, you'll see. That's a callback to a, a Casey Anthony quote. A Casey Anthony quote? <laughs> or Ryback, whoever the fuck we're talking about. Well, Casey Anthony and Casey Ryback are fairly different. Yeah, you know. They're both I mean, they, murderers. They're, they're both murderers. For <laughs> yeah. sure. Both ass kickers. Sure. Yeah, they're great. both ass kickers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so the fucking. Uh, right hand henchman he discovers that uh that casey sent out a message here the terrorists learn and know who casey is and this is where they're all like whoa man he's a badass we can't just assume he's fucking dead yeah where's the body yeah because you know what like we were talking about this week kurt assumption is the mother of all fuck-ups it was it was fate that we watched this movie because I'm like, this is now the line we're going to use on the job site. <laughs> somebody's <laughs> The mother of all fuck-ups, man. Yeah. <laughs> this what, what, happens, too. what happens when you assume you make an ass out of you and me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ninth grade, uh, Brian Boyd, my ninth grade math teacher, used to say that to me on the reg. Shouts shout out, out, Brian Boyd. Shout, shout out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this, this mercenary, though. This this actor that plays that mercenary, Peter Green, why does he always look like he's been sucking his lips inside a bottle? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like always got like one? lipstick on. He's got yeah. like that that ring around his lips. It's like he put the lipstick above his lips. <laughs> yeah, I tried to wipe it off and it smudged on his <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's pu- he has applied too much blistex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's and, always glossy. And See? you know where he's from? He's the bring out the gimp guy from Pulp Fiction. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Really? Yeah. For some reason, I feel like he's our six degrees. 
I feel I, like he's connected I, somewhere. Nah. Was he on The Rock? Was he a bad guy on The Rock? Uh, we've he's seen him before and one I feel of like talks. We have. I know. Which guy I know we talked about? The guy that was... He's like the blonde haired guy. He's got oh, the, the blonde lip, guy. The yeah. lip oh, thing going on. He's the bad I guy. Think, yeah. The even... guy driving the train for the terrorists is also familiar as fuck. Ooh, he did look familiar. Scotty too, is his yeah. name in this movie. Scotty he, he goes out like a, like a G when the trains collide at the end. Anyway, spoilers. Um, <laughs> the restaurant buddy gets the message. Man, I lost my Wikipedia searches. Cut to Casey. He's in the bar car. He's making a fucking bomb using materials from behind the bar here. Yeah. Oh, this. Oh, yeah. Making a bomb. I was going to ask Kurt this coming from an old bar manager. Do you think you could actually make a, a volatile bomb out of two margar- uh shakers with some coconut butter and fixings i think Uh, we need to i'm not gonna say that you can't do it i did like how he broke a glass and threw it in there for like a little added effect well it's added debris to fuck guys up for sure it's kind of like it wasn't a pipe bomb it was a drink bomb that's like stainless steel i feel like you couldn't get that cap tight enough to make it yeah. explode like the I feel like it would have exploded in his hands while he was shaking yeah. it around. <laughs> By the what? end of it, he's got Take. a fucking pager wired to it with like duct tape and like and and the most and the highest the highest alcohol the highest alcohol content too. He has a little Tupper Tupperware like where you put your ranch in for your veggies on it. Terrible. And he, sorry, he doesn't, I'm like, oh, this has got to fuck up a few people. Like, like blow up half the train. No, one guy gets it. Uh, Not even a fire. Well, three guys get lit up. Three guys are on fire because of it. It does take out three guys and they have to extinguish. I'd like to see you bounce back from a flaming ball of ranch shooting at you. <laughs> flaming ranch ball of some Dennis the Menace shit right there. Yeah. So Bruce Christopher he, Lloyd when you need him. So anyways, he whips like three of these terrorists ass with the with the bar bomb here. Uh, lights another one on fire with a flare gun. Shit is going very badly for the terrorists at this point. Uh, Casey breaks a dude's wrists, then his neck. This is the first time he does this. He does it like four more times to different people after this. It's <laughs> a good move. It's the original wrist break too that uh, his niece did on uh, on the poor. Oh, yeah. yeah, classic Akito move. Yeah, fuck. Where she pushes him on the nice terminology. Yeah, he did. He did that like four times when he grabbed the wrist, the old yeah. wrist flick. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he and another not terrorist that Luke's are, counting or anything. <laughs> thrown from the train, and they stop again to make sure he's gone this time. Uh, they think Casey had the code disc with him. Uh, somehow he got it in the kerfuffle when he was murdering people. Uh, I was too busy writing down like, "Holy fuck, man! What is he doing to these guys?" <laughs> uh, so he's down, hanging out on the side of the cliff, and the mercenaries are looking for him. Uh, but. <laughs> The Bobby, uh, the porter, is the guy who actually got the disc in the kerfuffle, and the terrorists end up getting it from him. They repel a guy down. Casey, <laughs> yeah. Casey yeah. fucking <laughs> kills the terrorist. Son. What does he say to him here? He like turns around and says something to the terrorists, and then fucking just like cliffhanger jumps out and bear hugs him. <laughs> <Fucking>. <laughs> 
<laughs> neither would you guys you never learn. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. You guys never learn. Like, what does that guy do? And he's like, "Oh, good evening." Like, how how ballsy! You're safe on the cliff. The way these guys are shooting fucking ropes. Yeah, (laughs) he just just jumps halfway off the cliff. Oh, he might be down there. Yeah, fuck me. You just have all these carabiners, these quick zips. Like, yeah. So, just always wearing a harness. You never know. No, hey, safety doesn't take a day off. He was safety up, but like not much else safety wise was happening on this train. <laughs> you no. know what, Kurt? No. I know I just noticed you changed the angle of your camera. Well, yeah, I used to set up back that way. Yeah. But it used to just be a you wow. know, my desk. And I was like, I'll actually I tried playing the other day. Yeah. Now I'm here. Yeah. That's a good look. Uh, it looks awesome. Yeah. Some fucking jerseys in the background fucking dartboard did you guys did you guys think that limp biscuit was gonna tune up when he's hanging on the rocks like tom cruise in mission impossible 2 oh man or uh metallica (laughs) or metallica and sandman yeah they were uh i think mission impossible 2 was heavily inspired by under siege 2 actually Big For time. Sure. This scene. Both happen on a train. Dude, or is that Mission Impossible One? Mission Impossible One's Ooh. no, it's at like a well, there might be a part of it. There's a lot of movies that take place on trains, I learned when I was looking up <laughs> yeah. movies for this. So yeah, we could definitely do February train month again, I think, for yeah, sure. But fucking right. <laughs> yeah, just let's just do let's make 2022 the year of the train. Let's just fuck <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the year of the tiger. Yeah, fucking yeah. right. All right. <laughs> Rappel down. Casey kills the terrorist on the rope. Rides it back up. Doesn't make it to the train in time. Dane starts up the countdown to destroy the Pentagon after he gets the disc back from his homies. Uh, Casey runs up to a hot wired or a, an abandoned truck, and just luckily it's there. And he hot wires it, and he starts to chase the train down. <laughs> he hot wires it. Just he pops the hood, and there's two wires sticking there, ready to connect. Just ready to hot wire. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, this one comes hot wire ready. <laughs> yeah. Why was there a truck? Where was he that there was just a truck too? Like, I don't know. <laughs> lucky, happy accidents. I feel like in yeah. 95, keys would be in the ignition and an old truck like it's that. Just like, running already. <laughs> yeah. Come so, and the old nice Chevy, of course, comes um, to the rescue. Bates receives the fax information from the restaurant guy. Uh, he doesn't have a name. He's the restaurant guy. And... Uh, so they learn that Dane and the terrorists are on the train and they they reluctantly approve uh, a mission here by the two F-17 stealth bombers to destroy the train. Uh, Casey jumps to this fucking truck jump, boys. <laughs> oh. Holy fuck, man. Ghost rides it. The end of this movie must have been where the whole fuck, like there's so much explosions, cars getting destroyed, but jumps it over the fucking cliff and jumps out of the truck before he ramps it off the cri- the cliff jumps like down in, to the cliff and then jumps shale. onto the train yeah. in the shale rock just yeah. like tucks in well, i was like are... is he going to like jump the tra- this truck onto the train like why is he accelerating just to like barrel roll out doing like 90 like... yeah 
Yeah. Oh, it looked so oh, good. I was, I was, it was so time to get what this. What a shot, man. What a shot. It was a good. Truck fucking flying over the train. Over. Like, oh, I saw that old GTA. step side. I was like, yeah. man, he's got the old Chevy. That's going to save the day. Just like <laughs> overshoots it into the river. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Like All a start, right. like uh, Starsky and Hutch with Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson when they're going to jump on the boat with, yeah, the, with yeah. the car and he's overshoot it. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! Okay, so a terrorist is about to murder Bobby in this next scene, and uh, Casey shows up in the nick of time and he whips his ass with another neck uh, arm snap neck snap combo. But this one's really visceral. Like, <laughs> that's the one where he snaps the neck, like, behind Buddy's fucking oh, back, and then... Pulling yeah, him up. He this is the where neck I have up, my... Yeah, up. Oh, he loves that. Snap. Uh... He does that, like, four times, too. To <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of neck breaking in this. And what does Bobby say to notes. him here, though? He's just like, whoa. You are a fucking badass, man. Like, holy shit. Yeah, like, like that's some morbid shit. He, he reminds <laughs> me of MacGruber. <laughs> you know who his sidekick... Throats? His sidekick reminds me of Chris Rock in Beverly Hills Ninja. Totally. Yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah. Definitely. So not, so to, not to savior, cut you off there, but, sorry. But a savior. <laughs> but this, yeah. this, is where, this is where I had in my notes, let me see those hands. Let me see those hands? <laughs> is that what he says to him? No, just from him fucking breaking necks. Throwing like, those hands. Fucking let me see those yeah. hands, bro. He doesn't even need guns at this point, fucking... Uh, Casey Ryback. So speaking of hands, it cuts to the people in the back being hostages, and their hands are still up in the air the whole time. <laughs> what a, like the, like whole, the time. whole time. This is like a seven-hour train expedition <laughs> a, at this point. That's a workout. That is at yeah, that, that, point. At that, at that point, you are on the fucking Peloton app doing leading workouts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, how's your Peloton doing there, Luke? You on top of the charts or what? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's on the coat rack charts. Dust the miles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh. she ain't getting too much use. Well, I mean, it's a nice, very nice coat rack, though. Like, it's sturdy. You can hang, like, probably hang about 17, 18 coats over that thing, I bet, eh? Oh, at least. You can, like, That's fold ones up and lay them kind of across the middle if you had to. Is there a coat check app on that? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. We can, we can finish this plot uh, in in the, in this, in this meeting before we jump into deeper Luke next one. So uh, Bobby discovers they're on the wrong tracks after they've switched tracks here and they're on a collision course with another bulk freight train carrying gasoline tank cars. So they're on course with like Derek's train here, basically. Uh, Casey enters the hostage car using a lady's titties to distract the guard and kills him. Like, it's time for another neck snap here too. Is, is this another arm, arms, arm neck combo? My neck almost broke looking at them titties. Or something. I'm picturing, picture this, the scene of Seagal and they're whispering to her like, all right, you're going to go outside. And when, as soon as you walk out, you're going to tell him your bra broke and you're going to just open your shirt a little bit and show him some of those nice titties. And then I'm going to come up behind him and fucking snap his neck and break his fucking arm. <laughs> yeah. He's going to see these hands. He's going to experience <laughs> these fucking hands. Yo. <laughs> so, okay. Um, 
Okay, this is where I start to realize the movie's fake too, because there's no way that train is changing lanes that quickly. Like it didn't stop and block traffic for seven hours. Well, this is when you re- this is when you realized it wasn't real. Yeah, you got to put it at this point. You got to put a pin in that it, and remember that one for Derek. It was the one they just slammed the brakes or, to or, or the find uh, Ryback in the ditch and pull him back in. And then start and then stop <laughs> and again. Then start up again, <laughs> yeah. just like instantaneously. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then the, you know the whole thing about how trains when they go under a, a tunnel, they're in dark territory and they're completely unlocatable by yeah. any source like, of technology. And, on the planet. Yeah, and oh, not well. one person got hit by the tunnel. I figured figured with all the on top of train. I was waiting like for somebody it. was just gonna get fucking hit by that tunnel. Yeah, I feel like you yeah. need that in a train movie too. Like, yeah, it's almost maybe a, a bit of a miss there. Maybe yeah, a, a bit of a miss, miss there. Other yeah. than that, it's though, fa- pretty fucking deadly. Yeah, well, I mean, we did get it. There's 270. Uh, oh, actually, there's 270 bridges and 12 tunnels from Vancouver. Pump those numbers out. Those are rookie numbers in this racket. <laughs> You're never so going to forget that number. No, I'm not. I watched yeah. that the other day and thought it was great. So Dane uses his computer skills to find the stealth bombers and retarget the grazer to knock them out before they can blow up the train. So that's the bye-bye stealth bombers. They're saved from that uh, impending doom, but they still have the impending doom of the fucking train they're about to collide with here. Um, why at this point are they only contacting the president now? buddy he cuts the buddies like you gotta give me the president we gotta let him know what's happening here well, like just what is he gonna do true enough true enough he's got to be out there reading but, stories to kids but, right to, to your point though like why even i think just beg for forgiveness yeah. later. <laughs> at this you know? point it's a seek <laughs> ask forgiveness rather than permission i'm thinking yeah so <laughs> pen kills his own man who threatens to cut and run here uh stabs him in the throat good throat stab too uh, Bobby and Sniper will fight, and he uh, on the helicopter. Uh, he uses Stace some of Casey's kung fu here and tosses her out of the fucking uh, chopper and takes over the chopper driver. Starts telling him what to do, but he does the fucking the hand grab twist and then fucking kicks her out of the fucking chopper, doesn't he? Uh, oh, he does Bobby? too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was that was the sniper wolf too. Yeah, yeah. Takes yeah. out so sniper wolf's out of the fucking play now. Kick um, her to the sidelines. Get yeah, out of here. And didn't didn't she just rock the train below too? Yeah, it was yeah. a good, oh, fuck it was yeah, a good death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was like one of the one of the good departures oh, fuck, off yeah. the train. The two the two <laughs> yeah. generals at the beginning were pretty funny too. I thought we only saw like the girls hit the rocks yeah. though. I feel like yeah. it's a very sexist movie. Well, I mean, Steven Seagal. I don't think cancel. Yeah, he mm. might even be canceled. I don't know what his cancel status is right now. <laughs> he's he's yeah. been on. He's been off the radar for a bit. I think him and canceled are an on again, off again thing. Um, <laughs> let's, yeah, let's keep him on. on so, anyways, on he's he's working his way through the fucking train, <laughs> snapping limbs, just fucking terrorists up. Uh, um, once he gets to the last nitty gritty of them, uh, you know, Penn he knows about Casey's past here, so he takes uh, his niece sarah hostage forces him into a fight casey gains the upper hand in this fight and i wanted to get a read on these knives are these good knives jordan that they're using here man he actually i was uh looking at that and he did have the nice ridge back for the throat stab but 
he almost had a skinny knife uh, in his yeah. back up there, too. I like so. how it was like a knife sword fight, too. Like, I've never thought of a knife. I've thought of a knife fight <laughs> yeah. being more of like a stabbing action, but they're like, king, 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 like Highlander yeah, there sword was some, fighting with some the parrying there. Yeah. And yeah, even the, at the beginning, the, the, Seagal takes Buddy out with a knife slice to the wrist rather than a stab. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is a, it's more of a Hollywood scene. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> that'd be a, it. Would be a tough block with a dagger, I think. But fuck yeah, yeah. There, there was there were some good knives in here, Sick and like I tried, here. I tried to keep uh, keep a tally on it, but it, it was it was, it was actually hard. hard. There, there was they're moving good... so quick. Well, the limbs, like their arms, the way Sigal does those arm movements, <laughs> yeah. it's it's hard he's, to fucking see. Well, they say he's a lot like slow-mo. um uh what was his name? Bow ba- Behan there from uh from Mortal Kombat that the, the cameras actually in the 90s did have trouble picking up the speed and prowess yeah. of Steven Seagal's mm. movements just Te- on camera. Technology so wasn't there They actually yet. slowed down certain scenes, which is why it kind of looks like he's uh, moving around like an old man sometimes, like you said, Luke. But... <laughs> that, that's, that's why there wasn't so much cloud movement. As Casey finds Dane about to depart in a chopper, hovering over the train, when Dane informs Casey there's no way to stop the satellite uh, from destroying Washington. Casey's like, well, fuck it. Shoots the little computer he's carrying, shoots him. Uh, the bullet destroys his computer, injures him. And he falls out the window of the train where he's just hanging on out there um, trying to survive. The crash ends up happening on this fucking trestle bridge, resulting in an explosion. It kills the guy driving the train. Train starts blowing up and piling up, and Casey's fucking racing to the back of the fucking train. <laughs> racing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I said, that's like, a, like that's I said, they had to slow the cameras Eric. down, okay? Like, give him a break, dude. Like, he was racing pretty fast there, bro. <laughs> Shit's falling. And, like, it's like the speed, speed in which he goes through when the, when the train's about to, like, do the, like, the elevator from Resident Evil thing. But it like slows, it visibly <laughs> slows down as he goes through and then really fast, like as yeah. he goes fast. And how sweet, like that would actually be really sweet if that happened. But man, like I was watching that, I was like, how, like he's can't be, you blew it, they got the yeah. hole blown in the top of the fucking train car. Get out, the helicopter's hovering, you're sitting there, you think you can try and run down and. You're thinking oh, about it, Jordan. Have, have you ever know. tried? Have you ever uh, tried climbing one of those ladders too? Like those rope ladders? Oh, <laughs> Steven Seagal ain't climbing one of those <laughs> yeah. ladders. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, we got one minute here, boys. We're we're hitting this. Casey's fucking jumps on, grabs the rope ladder. Uh, Dane survived the gunshot wound. He tries to grab onto Casey as he's uh, getting pulled up in the ladder, screaming that he and Casey should join forces. I love you, Casey. You're so dreamy. Why can't we be together, Casey? And uh, Casey shuts the door, severing Dane's fingers, and the ladder falls, uh, and the ladder, and then he falls to his death. Casey informs the Pentagon the passengers are safe, having previously detached the last two cars from the rest of the train. They uh, they end up uh, with the the final two seconds left. They they end up shutting off the fucking the switch for the the Pentagon destruction here too. I think I might have skipped past that, but uh, later on. Sarah and Casey pay their final respects at James's gravestone. Credits roll. What a flick! Yeah, yeah. It was good Very for just a random movie. sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm like, it, it took a, 
took me a while to get into it though i was not impressed at the first little bit but once he got into the action i enjoyed it the first little bit's almost a comedy like with the titty scene at the beginning and just <laughs> yeah, steven seagal's was... just hilarious shitty acting you know like I, I think there was a lot of shitty acting throughout the whole movie i'm yeah. i i kind i i i'm into it though i think it's good it's good content so, very much mm-hmm. so yeah so sure. how would you rank this in our uh movie plethora i you know it's, a, it's such a random watch? it's such a ra- it's like it its own category but i mean it, i'd say it's in my it's one of my top ones we've done i enjoyed the watch i oh, will say fuck, that yeah 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 like, like really it, i yeah. i never laughed that hard during one of our movies just yeah. when he was doing the karate at the end yeah oh fuck man yeah and, then, <laughs> and and like i said it's such a good funny action movie i think the last time i laughed this hard at one of our 90s action flicks was like highlander 2 for sure you know like, yeah. <laughs> another another great sequel you know yeah. another great sequel yeah the sequels are, are a lot of people say the sequels are the worst of trilogies but I think we could argue they're the best. I, here at the Porcelain oh, Throne, we fuck, fully endorse trilogy. sequels. <laughs> um, <laughs> In fact, we tril- only endorse sequels. <laughs> of the trilogies, I'd hate to see. Yeah, the trilogies are probably the worst. <laughs> yeah, usually. Yeah. The, 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 the like third the, episode. The final is, episode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it depends, man. Yeah, like, I think. What'd you call one... the final? The trial? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The trial. The fin- I don't you, you could put a name on it, yeah. <laughs> All right, how are we separating this movie from Christopher Lambert? Luke, I hear you got something for us this week. This movie was just made for this podcast. Like it's a it's amazing we didn't find it earlier, and it's amazing how there's actually two separate degrees of six degrees Ooh, of separation that's like 4d chess it's like three yeah it's like three and a half almost the first one even <laughs> ties into a deeper loop that i was going to cover and it has to do with our old friend sean connery Ooh. all right all right while him and steven seagal they they had they had a movie together it was called never say never again Never seen mm. it. Came out in 1983. Again. That sounds like a fucking that was, James Bond movie. Yeah. 80s, yeah. It's it's like a mixed martial arts movie. There's a lot of fighting. Apparently, Seagal breaks Sean Connery's wrist while trying to show him the one little wrist move. Well, what they pull in this like movie? IRL. He did that to him on set, like, or like yeah, like broke his wrist in real life. Yeah, that's that's why he knew to use it in Under Siege Two. He's like, this works. Connery was just fucking fuming. You're done. You're done. And and that would be our 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 six degrees there on that standpoint because right Sean there. Connery obviously did yeah. Highlander two and and three. One with, Carlos uh, Ramirez Sanchez. And, one and one. Yeah, so it's so two two that's degrees. Right. Yeah. Two degrees. Yeah, that's pretty and, good. And the second Not one even. is even is even closer. Um, oh, I gotta pull up his name again. Um, it was actually the one of the writers, the character writer for this movie for for Under Siege 2. Yeah, um, 
J.F. Lawton. He actually wrote another movie titled The Hunted, starring the one and only Christopher Lambert. Ooh. Get out of here. Mm -hmm. So that's a one degree right. there when you look. That's like a when direct you, main vein. When you Luke as deep as the writing staff of you oh know that is that gosh. is a, you can find those two degree separations man i wanted Some, to, to do a little synopsis on that movie too deep too. i was gonna say like <laughs> that sounds like maybe a watch in the future the hunted <laughs> well hunted. it's it's an american businessman visiting nagoya japan meets a woman <laughs> in a hotel bar returning to her room three ninjas kill her and wound him what? but he sees <laughs> the ninja boss now he's the prime target of the dangerous ninja cult. Oh my god, we need to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, that one. That sounds like that, one, uh, that checks a lot of boxes. I came. <laughs> Just listening to that synopsis, man. Jesus, <laughs> I have to clean my mic off. <laughs> oh, fuck that. Can you still hear me? <laughs> Well, let's fucking roll right in to, and Luke's doing the count again. This is Luke, you're taking us out this week. This is my episode. And as I stared, I <laughs> so what did you stare and count this week, Luke? Ooh, there was a lot of counting. A lot I'm of saying you had a lot of stuff you were going to go with. Jordan always counts a lot of stuff that you never count. So between the two of you, you guys could both host an episode every show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just hoped it was the one thing that I highlighted the most. This is very doable. And I'm, and I'm afraid of, of actually even questioning putting the question out there because it might be a race to who answers first on this one. Oh no. Ooh. Interesting. And this is what I observed. And this is on screen. This isn't implied that I'm not talking about the, the, the train conductors on the other train when the train did a head on collision oh, with them. Okay. This is like confirmed. I'm talking about on screen kills on screen kills. Oh, I started counting, but I here. totally was like, I, there's no way I can figure this out. You some bitch. I was too busy uh, recording plot, but I'm going to go with 41 this week, Bob. I don't even need a higher or lower. Yeah. I'm go with 41. That's actually yeah. probably a, that's probably a decent guess. I felt like actually. it was a pretty safe bet. <laughs> Do we get a range, what? even though Dane kind of like, he just hopped on 41 there? Yeah, you No range. Oh, no range. Get out, get out. All right. I, I'm all right with that. So we got 41 as our base, our bench. Is that the Grim Reaper? Oh fuck. What are you what are you going with, Kurt? I'm gonna go last this week, I feel. I the number that comes to my head is 26. That seems low a little bit, but that's just what came to me. Fuck, so I'm, I'm playing, I'm playing prices, right? One. Oh, we think we're both over. Pass four. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was going to go with 25. I was going to go with 25. But that's Son of close, a so. bitch. The reason, because I had many more counts, but the actual reason that this number came to be the count is because the number it is, and it is some 41. Dane's the winner. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got to be fist-fucking me. Woo! That's on the nose, too. Hell yeah, boys. That's like a double jeopardy. Schneid. It's That's been a while since Dane's great. been a counter here. 
Yeah, I'm gonna see have what you to come up my, with. Get my act together this week, man. <laughs> well bullshit. done, I'm the <laughs> Fuck yeah, man! That's my first win on the count since like episode fucking eight. I think <laughs> <laughs> it's your first first win on the count this year. Definitely first of the year for sure, boys. <laughs> <laughs> fucking right. Well, that was a quick wow. count. That was we flew right yeah, through that, that was... one, boys. We didn't have as many questions as Luke normally has, so I guess that means I got a fucking. Well, he didn't give us room for questions this week. Really. Luke, what I'm are you drinking? You just shot into it. Luke, what are you drinking over there? It's a high life. High life. Oh, oh I thought it was uh, Corona champagne virus. beer. <laughs> I thought it might have been some lemon lunch. Lemon lunch. Lemon lunch. Lemon lunch. Oh no! What is that? Really. It, you don't good. know what lemon lunch is. Is it beer? What lemon lunch is? So well, you're fucking yeah. Paige just talked to me the other day, and uh, she told me that I need to lay off the the Christ punch. She said <laughs> that I've been a little, <laughs> been a little too much in the hallelujah. Yeah. Before we jump into deeper, Luke, why don't we have a little word from our sponsors, uh, our brethren in Christ over at Christ Punch <laughs> Industries? What are, what do they got for us this week, Jordan? Yeah, so as I was saying, yeah, Paige was telling me, yeah, I've been too much into the the Christ punch, and you know, a little bit, little uh, much in the Hallelujah, or as I call it, the Hebrew. Um, you know, so I started reaching to the back of the fridge for that lemon lash, and you, you know, it's uh, it's half the uh, the enlightenment, but golly, does it ever satisfy that hankering? Lemon Lash actually isn't in the only 0.5 Christ Punch that they offer. And uh, the flavors come out uh, actually for the three wise men this month. Um, we have uh, the Blueberry Baptism, Atheist Apple, and, and the Manger Melon. And you know what? You, you can't go through and forget about our, the original flavors, the Pentecostal uh, Peach. Old Testament tea, Bethlehem berry, that sinful strawberry, God's glorious grape. Luke, I know it's your fla- favorite flavor, uh, Joseph's Josta berry. And special edition. You know, special edition for the deeper Luke. And you know what? None of this would be able to come to fruition without the nectar of Nazareth. Absolutely. Oh, right. yeah. Shouts out. Shouts out. To, oh, gee. To our brethren over at Christ, at Christ Punch Industries for keeping the lights on here at the Porcelain Throne. <laughs> we really appreciate the uh, the sponsorship and support. And with that, uh, they're bringing us deeper Luke this week. And we're going to keep it uh, some 41 themed. I've got a new theme song for us this week, guys. So here we go. Cause he looked too deep and he's trying to keep all the quotes in his head. Lambert's the god of thunder. (laughs) 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 Quick one. Quick one. I like it. Right to the point. (laughs) You're leaving me wanting more, but man, am I satisfied. I only had time to write one uh, one line. Maybe next week it'll have a second line to the course. (laughs) Just like Cray's Punch. <laughs> Leaving you wanting more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the good stuff Christians go for. 
<laughs> which is probably most of our fan base. <laughs> yeah. Jordan came up with a good idea yesterday for the uh, for a, for like a photoshopped ad of like Jesus on the cross and where the nails go in and the blood is coming out. Have the Kool Aid Man underneath it, like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm actually not gonna lie. Paige told me I, I read her a couple of the Christ Punch, uh, fucking uh, mer- commercials, and she's like, "Oh my god! Like you gotta tone it down a little bit." <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna offend the fucking Christians, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, I sh- I showed her the book, the fucking uh, the great controversy. She's like, you gotta tone it back. Like you're getting too deep into that. <laughs> Next thing you know, been... Jordan's actually gonna be uh, investing in Christ Punch. He's, he's just been casually reading this book like every day. <laughs> this is good stuff in here. Hey, you, you know what? About the great devotion. <laughs> It's quite refreshing. All right, Luke, take us <laughs> off the fuck, deep end here. Yeah, fuck. I need to okay. drown my sorrows. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you guys referred to him as the Walmart of bad guys. But did you know that Eric Boogsman recorded an album with Frank Zappa? What? Yeah, Ooh. Blood on the Canvas, it was titled. And it only you're only able to bootleg it out of Japan. Ooh. Sounds like it's a good ripper Must of be an good. album for sure. So yeah. it's not on YouTube. Actually, you can find it on YouTube too. Did oh, they so. did they pull from Spotify? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Frank Zappa is like <laughs> we're not we're not with Joe Rogan anymore. We're, we're gonna oh, piss okay. off the Spotify overlords, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Bogues in is we, just like we no actually way. here at the porcelain that, that throne, the... we stand strong with Spotify. All right. We're sticking Everyone, with them. We're, yeah. we're standing strong Still with, streaming. Spotify, with Spotify. I... <laughs> yeah, we're not pulling off. That is a fiery hot take from the porcelain throne. And it's not like we can really pull <laughs> off many other streaming services. <laughs> no, you want well, us yeah, come we're get out us. there wherever yeah. you listen to podcasts. So losing yeah. Spotify would probably hurt our uh, numbers a bit though. No. Sure. Give us some likes. Yeah, come on. Yep. Yeah, we like those reviews. Yeah, five stars. Five stars. <laughs> um, only the fives. So Ooh, our, our, our porter, Morris Chestnut, he was actually Good the winner man. of 1998's Madden Bowl, beating other celebrities as well as talents, as well as oh, NFL <laughs> talents in a game of Madden 98. Or turn, tournament, that on, actually. That's on PlayStation 1, isn't it? Madden 98? Who be PS1 or N64 probably? Yeah, I think so. Wow. Before the, esports esports were in, he was already there. Does Madden still do the voiceovers on the game or or did he? John Madden. Uh, yes. Luke. I still Yeah, just this didn't year he, though. Didn't he just say this year? Yeah, like did they, I, did if they you still use him? have asked me that. I would have said he died like 6 years ago. No, it's just this year. But to your to your point, Luke, no, I don't think I think that he was just name only at this point. Mm. Yeah, and they'll probably because like when when um, I wonder if they'll still use his name. 
Oh, yeah. to, probably they don't. for sure. They're gonna release like the legendary Madden edition. There's gonna be there's gonna be yeah. a skin where you can make your quarterback just eighty five <laughs> John, John Madden yeah. <laughs> selling <laughs> selling tough act and tenactin, you know. Got coming, <laughs> coming this spring, Where's we have suit? Madden May. <laughs> Oh god. Uh speaking of guts, during production, <laughs> our boy Steve, he actually had to wear a girdle to contain his stomach. Ooh. Camera adds <laughs> 10 pounds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Check please. Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like straight up. This is when he started his decline from <laughs> yeah. the man doing five minute shorts, you know, back. <laughs> You know, slender man. Now he's got a girdle. <laughs> he still looked a lot of ass suit. for wearing a girdle the whole time. Man. He did. Oh yeah. So do you think his like Steven's got a girdle? <laughs> <laughs> bullying him. <laughs> hey Steve, what's that? A fucking girdle? Jesus Christ! I didn't think he'd be able to fucking give me that fucking wrist break if he didn't have a kidney belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta be careful with him because because I guess he's really hard to work with on set. Like he's got a temper, and he will well, just like break it. your wrist. <laughs> yeah. He expects perfection. That's I Sean bet. Connery. Yeah, like would Connery like make fun of his girdle, like <laughs> <laughs> wrist snap? When you have that much power, I mean, cinch that gird up, buddy. Fuck, cinch that fucking girdski up, Steven. <laughs> he 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 plays it off though because he's not like like fat or chunky he's just like like a big human like yeah he's, kinda, just, he's pretty thick he's built yeah um, he's a thick so boy. he also brought many of his own outfits from home because he knew shooting was gonna get messy yeah yeah exactly <laughs> how right he was he was <laughs> like he a, was that's lore he's, from he's, this movie <laughs> <laughs> He's like keeps. He's like, oh yeah, I got these in, in my cupboard. <laughs> yeah, I, I, this movie is about my life, so of course I have the outfits already. Yeah. Oh, can we? Can we touch so on Jackie Chan keeping the kimonos from Rush Hour at, at the beginning? It, all right. When he's sitting on the train and the lady's asking him what he's writing about, and he tells her he's writing his fucking Stop. memoirs. Yeah. Aren't you a little young to be writing your memoirs? And his reaction is just like, yeah, like oh, I've yeah. lived a long life. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was gonna start hitting on her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want to see me breaking some necks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, memoirs, memoirs, eh? Like just a neck breaking. It's just a it's extravaganza. Just a tally with the five counts, and at the top he <laughs> yeah. says neck snaps. <laughs> yeah. That's what I definitely oh, thought my you might, have been, might have been going with the neck breaks this week, Luke. What's I that? Forty one still would have won a, it. Yeah, I thought you would have been going with the neck breaks. That was hard to keep track of because I didn't know. Even even like the the ones that I wasn't sure he killed because he put someone to sleep. Like when he just choked rear naked choked that no, guy. He did a snap yeah, at the end of that. Did he do a snap? <laughs> oh, fuck. He snap, <laughs> he <was> a snap <laughs> his neck out. Yeah. <laughs> Next There's no messing around. I'm proud of him on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he's such a beauty oh dude but, total yeah, yeah we gotta do some beauty. more seagal he's good content absolutely i'm not gonna lie this movie sucked <laughs> jordan like <laughs> well what the fuck man all right man, <laughs> man, i like struggled through watching it <laughs> You don't you don't uh, relate with this this looking at you for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went, went and got my waist hairspray, and I tried to fucking slick my hair back to make me feel feel. Oh, uh, dude, if you would have showed up with the skull quaff tonight's meeting, I would have been fucking. That would have been great. No. Did you know he's actually a seven? He's actually a seventh degree master in Aikido and he holds what? both black belts in judo, kendo, and shito ryo karate. With or without the girdle. That's a hell of a look, man. <laughs> That's wild. That is wild. Yeah. And um, for almost 20 years, he's been working as a fully commissioned deputy with the Jefferson Pol- Port Porish Sheriff's Office yeah. in Louisiana. We've all watched there used to be TV a show, show on <laughs> used to be a show on AE, I think, where they'd fall it. I, I honestly Ooh, thought it was, it was like, like scripted though. I didn't just did, didn't see didn't seem real. I thought they were just clean up the he beach is, seagull. He was fat in it. He was oh, really he man. was bigger in it. Very much so. Yeah, he was uh, he was basically there for the ride alongs, I think. I don't think yeah. he was they the, the 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 young in shape cops would arrest people and he'd come and be like, All right, sir, we've had a lot of fun here today. But let me tell you why what you did against now and it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You have to try and pull a stunt like that again. I'm going to break both your fucking wrists, and then I'm going to snap your neck slowly backwards until your neck breaks and you die. All right? So why don't you just stop doing what you're doing, and you just get right on out of here, all right? That was basically the long and short of that show. I can't believe it got canceled. I don't want want to fuck around on that beach. Not even. Let me tell you one thing. If you even get an inkling, you're going to steal a train. Uh, enough bringing a lunch to the beach and the seagulls are fucking with you let alone having steve steven seagull <laughs> yeah dude you got the seagulls coming down clean that clean that shit up yeah he's notorious for stealing your fries man i Ooh. would be so rattled if steven seagull walked up to me and stole a fry out of my fu- i'd be like he's a what? fry thief well just like seagulls mm. right <laughs> I wonder if he just swallows them too. He doesn't even chew. It's just like, oh. For sure. Yeah. For sure, that's how he eats French fries. He's throwing in the mouth. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. All kidding aside, though, he actually is like a pretty good guy. Like, he's been. <laughs> he's. he's we laugh at him and like kind of make fun of him, but he does some good shit. Like he, the the best thing about him is that he's visiting a children's hospital for more than 25 years and says that he'll do that until the day he dies. Right. 
Thank we'll give Miss for that. Yeah, kids at the children's yeah. hospital are so stoked to see Stephen <laughs> goddamn Seagal. Like, <laughs> who is this guy? <laughs> Man, I bet you, I bet you we were gonna see the Power Rangers. <laughs> I feel yeah. like it's more or less for the parents at that point. Yeah, yeah. the dads are like, "Sweet Stephen, yeah. do oh. the move on me. Do the wrist move." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Break his wrist. Hey, yeah, no, my son, he's not that sick. Do the wrist move to him, too. <laughs> yeah, you'll love that. <laughs> well, you know what? God love him. God, you know what? And I'm glad yeah. we've been able to give Steven Seagal his flowers finally on this podcast. Yeah, yeah I think it was. Uh, I f- hey, it was all right. I, feel like I know Jordan didn't like it. I thought I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm ready. I, for, my body is ready for more Seagal flicks in the future. Mm-hmm. I'd like to actually mind. his his uh, debut movie actually gets the highest praise and it's called Above the Law. Ooh, that sounds fucking. I don't even need to see poster picture. It just sounds. <laughs> I can I can I'm only imagine it. he kills it more than forty one people in it for sure. There's some neck snapping for sure. It's yeah. a slam bang thriller. Oh, I think you're gonna see it as a slam dunk <laughs> <laughs> into the trash can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it was pretty decent it was pretty fucking decent you know we didn't ask a lot of train questions either and i i had a couple but i oh. i'm just trying to find them right now i have a few i got a lot of in the train scenes but we didn't see a whole lot of logistical shit you know like i, I didn't see like i said i wanted to see a scene where somebody like pulls a car like pulls a pin on a car and releases it and be like well fuck how hard would that be to do in real life while the train's moving right like mm-hmm. well, say, save well, your questions i'm pretty sure we'll have a special appearance fuck next yeah episode. absolutely oh, oh i did have some just facts about the train as well Ooh, if you're wondering. all right yeah, yeah. Right, take us in Good facts. Great, great, great facts there. My, did did anybody did anybody notice the sixty nine code to go through the gate? I do sixty nine. That's fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. so that was that was a cigar yeah. touch. He's like, hey, like we should make the dual code sixty nine. Yeah. I was like sitting there, going, oh, yeah, he's gonna punch in the code. It's gonna be great. It's like sixty nine pound. Oh, so like, nice. Wow. <laughs> somebody had a good laugh about that here we go here we go so the train length it was eight carts and two well i call them engines but there's actually another name for them locomotives locomotives and did you get the numbers on the locomotives yeah i I did one was 1804 i thought yeah 1804 and then 1812 1812 was the second one yeah that's the year they were made no. Oh. <laughs> that would have been fucking crazy. They're still running trains out there from 1812. <laughs> fucking straight up fucking when I was on the railroad and I was working the oldest rail that I saw because they stamped the rails. It was 1914. Cool. Fuck. Yeah, and That's I worked, good. and yeah, it was a side uh, side rail. That's old as fuck. One of my questions to Derek is, can you stop a train with firecrackers? Yes. Yeah. 
Good question. How yeah. and also, can you stop a train just whenever you want because somebody yeah. dis I, you know disbanded the train hey, like that? It I was feel like they're just running those guys over. There's not like we're slowing down for two random dudes oh, yeah. on the track. No, like I said, they're getting, <laughs> so, the, they're getting yeah. the long, long, short, long. And if they're not out of the way, I'm sorry. They threw it back. It was, it was, it was a 20 ton train. So yeah, you're not stopping anytime quick. 20 tons. Which, which, that, that's so. a, 20 tons says, yeah, that's what I got written down. Another funny I little scene. I love you to see stop 20 tons. That's a huge bitch. Fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> Another funny scene in this movie is like when they're all in the Pentagon, like trying to figure out which satellite to blow up. And the general just asked like the fucking rookie, hey kid, yeah. which one would you blow up? Fucking blow up Kappa. It's not it. No. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a couple mil dollars down yeah, the drain. No really pissed me off is when fucking he shot the computer and the whole screen is like, oh my God, it was Delta. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck Ed? you got some big fucking scrambling mach- computer and you do that shit yeah yeah exactly my final question to derek is okay we all know the mile high club but then we had captain gilber and mr captain gilber <laughs> banging on the train what do you call of it if you you know yeah it- Bang on it's the train. Se- I had to note, I was like, it seems risky, but less risky. Like you have well, a little more control and locking your door there, I would imagine. Would, true, true. Would you say that she got railed? <laughs> oh yeah. You know right. she got fucking railed. I'm I'm Those gonna go good questions. as to what you would call that. I I'm putting my suggestion for the mile long club. Because you know, like a train could potentially be. This train's about a mile, a mile long, you, right? Can you go the mile? But you know what? Oh, I feel yes, like you go the full mile. we should save this for Derek, and his segment is on the rails with on Derek. On the rails with Derek. <laughs> That's, I can't wait. I can't fucking Cue the wait. theme song. Yeah, I'll be writing one. I Like I said, he's getting the deeper <laughs> Luke treatment, man. I'm going to find uh, either Casey Jones by fucking... Uh, by uh grateful dead or some sort of crate train crazy train maybe oh (laughs) did you guys not listen to that uh what the hell was it after the train is gone oh it was written yeah it was written by yeah there you go yeah steven seagal wrote right yeah that's a song by steven seagal yes (laughs) Yeah. yeah All right. I think you just okay. found your intro Noted. song for Noted. the episode. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Does he, does he sing it too? Uh, no, he didn't. He, it was oh. just written, written he does and a, produced. He does a slam poetry version on his YouTube page. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> train, train. It's on the tracks. <laughs> and you know tracks. what? I don't give no smack. <laughs> oh my god what the so, fuck oh what was that song i said the other day kurt fuck it was a good what was i can't remember now uh one two three uh, train with me 
No, that one from the nineties. <laughs> one, two, three, train with me. Or, or just oh, the band train. You know what? Oh, man, I had a that good might be it. Dude, we might be having a train <laughs> yeah. song. This <laughs> this week. Yeah. You might have nailed it on the head. That could be good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, soul sister. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, before we go into uh, to Kurt's safety advice and outro here, did you guys listen to past the credits on this week's episode where I left this? I. I I did. The story I like that Jordan a lot. Getting pulled out of the ice on the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I did. That was hilarious. I, I totally yeah. forgot we talked about that. <laughs> I, I just dropped the fucking Arnold button on accident in the middle of his story. <laughs> that was the coming. Yes, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming everywhere. Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking right. That story was great. Hey, hey, what what is our next movie? Unstoppable. Unstoppable. That's the first one. We should do a third. I thought it was Denzel. We should do the train to Busan on the third. I will do train movies as long as you guys want. (laughs) We can do four months or two months of train movies. Train man. Man. Just have have old Derek man pop in whenever he is available (laughs) over the next couple months, man. Fucking right. Yeah. Yeah, we can find more train movies because they're there. As far if this is a sign of things to come with trains, I mean, it can only yeah. go up. Oh fuck! I'll be running train on this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kurt, take it, take us out this week with some well, safety advice. I know there was quite a few infractions in this movie. So. I I'm just taking a page from um from some train safety and um. You know, tracks are for trains, boys. Look, listen, live. I do not oh. let Steven Seagal whip your ass with a train. Yeah, that's true. You probably, if you see him on a train, I would maybe like get the next one. <laughs> if you see a black, the black chef, like I feel like he, everybody, everybody else had the white kimonos. Seagal had his like black chef uniform. You know what we didn't hit on was his backpack that he had. The god and he lost and he lost the teddy bear. That's where he pulled it out. I saw it. Now I need to look at a picture of it. It's got like a it's got like a cross and like an iron cross. Like a flexion bag. Yeah. guys stick around here you guys will fuck something up i feel like we should just go to school to be gcs because it's just they let anybody do it they literally seem to let anyone do it curtis i don't think you need to go to school for that kurt you just need to be crotchety enough to fucking work your way up crotchety and a willing to suck some serious foreskin yeah, you probably do. Yeah, well, I'm, fu- I'm fucked. I'm circumcised. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I, that that puts me out too. <laughs> that's gonna that 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 bit about GCs. Is I think I think that's <laughs> that's 
That's discriminatory, though. What against not GCs? Circum- well, or foreskin? Circumcised? You can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the GCs. I'm talking about foreskin now, boys. <laughs> oh, no. Is this foreskin corner? Are you have foreskin corner this weekend?